Good morning, friends. You've tuned into Faith Communications of Erie Christian Fellowship Church. We're delighted that you joined us today. Our hope is that today's message will help you to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. As we listen to today's message, keep in mind that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Now let's go right into today's broadcast. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are the God of miracles. You are the God of miracles. We just thank you for it. We thank you for it. We thank you for it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for the name of Jesus. Thank you for the authority that is in that name. Thank you, Father, that we can use that name and we can use that authority that you've given us. And we speak the name of Jesus over every situation tonight. Every situation tonight. The name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Tonight. We thank you as we say that name of Jesus. Strongholds are being broken. As we speak the name of Jesus, relationships are being restored. As we speak the name of Jesus, people are being healed. Right now, even tonight as we say it. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Addictions are being broken tonight in the name of Jesus. Those who are homeless will find a home tonight in the name of Jesus. Those who are fatherless will find their father tonight in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Father. Thank you, Lord, for the name of Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Well, welcome to Saturday night. Wednesday night prayer night. Maybe that's a prophetic word for another one on Saturday night. (laughs) Not this week yet. We'll let you know. (laughs) That's right. Uh, But we are, we're excited. We're glad that you're here tonight. Um, couple things, if you need notepaper or anything to take notes, it's in the back. There's some pens in the back as well. There's also offering envelopes in the back. Uh, if you wanted to, wanted to give tonight, you can just fill out the offering envelope and then slip it in the, uh, there's a box to the left-hand side of the door there uh, that you can slip it in uh, on your way out. So let's just pray over the offering tonight. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for your kingdom. Yes. We thank you, Lord, and we seek you first with everything that we have, Father God. We seek your kingdom. Father, you supply all of our needs. You take care of everything that concerns us. And we thank you that you're taking care of everything tonight that concerns each and every person here tonight. And we thank you for everyone who's represented here, everyone that we're interceding for tonight. You are taking care of every need that they have. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, before Pastor Jim comes up, he's got a few words of uh, encouragement for us tonight. I really felt led to just to read two things to you tonight, um, and I didn't give Rich the, the scriptures ahead of time, and I apologize for that, but that happens often. That's kind of last-minute type things. And I'm going to read out of the uh, Second Peter, and I just want to read from verse 2 to verse 11. This has really been put on my heart, and I actually found a book uh, this morning, and I'm going to read a short excerpt out of this book, too, before I turn it over to Pastor and I really just feel like it's a word for us tonight. 
and I just want you guys to just listen to me as I read it, and, uh, and just believe, believe for every piece of this in your heart and in your life. Second Peter, starting in chapter 1, and I'm going to start in verse 2. It says, grace and peace be multiplied to you. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. As his divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. His divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Whatever is going on in your world tonight, know he is taking care of all things that concern you. All things. All things. Through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which we have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises. Church tonight, we have exceedingly great and precious promises. That through these you may be partakers of the divine nature. We can be partakers of the divine nature. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Verse 5. But also, for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue. To virtue, knowledge. To knowledge, self-control. To self-control, perseverance. To perseverance, godliness. To godliness, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, love. For if these things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was reading this morning in a book by Smith Wigglesworth, and I just want to read this before Pastor comes up. It says this. It says, It is impossible, it is impossible to comprehend the love of God as we think along natural lines. We must have the revelation from the Spirit of God. God giveth liberally. He had asked, we receive. God is willing to bestow upon us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Oh, it was the love of God that brought Jesus. It's the same love that helps you and me to believe. In every weakness, God will be your strength. Tonight, in every weakness, God will be your strength. You who need his touch, remember, he loves you. If you are helpless, sick, away from God, all the grace, whose very essence is love, who delights to give liberally the inheritance of life and strength and power that you are in need of. It's all ours. It's available tonight. We thank you for that. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Pastor, you got some stuff to share with us tonight? Okay. Praise God. I don't know about you, but I'm glad I'm here tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, Pastor Jason asked me if I would uh, share, and uh, so I want to take a few minutes and just encourage our hearts. I just really enjoy this time on Wednesday where we just come in and settle and just enjoy God's presence, and a lot of times we think we have to, you know, be doing all kinds of things or running around, and it's just good to sit in His presence. Amen? And, of course, we're going to pray. But um, I want to share with you uh, what 
has been on my heart, and I touched on this on Sunday morning when I uh, when I led in communion, and uh, we're just going to look at a few scriptures. If you'll uh, go with me to Second Timothy chapter one and verse number nine, uh, this this really uh, popped out. Uh, caught my attention, uh, brought a, an awareness to me. Um, you know, I think around here, uh, we, we like to uh, be, you know, renew our minds with the Word of God. And I was so proud of our church when I had my recent uh, challenge of late. In fact, give you a good report. I went this morning for my first uh, session. I'm supposed to do 12 weeks of uh, cardio rehab. So I went in and I, you know, they hook you all up with all kinds of, you know, monitors and stuff. And, you know, they make you get on the treadmill and then they make you do the, you know, I don't know what you call it, but I just blew it out of the water, you know. I said, when are we going to get to the free weights? <laughs> she says, well, we've got to get a baseline here, and, uh, and then we'll get to that. So, you know, it's, uh, God is good, and he's faithful. Uh, I don't know how I got over on that, but uh, at any rate, um, if you look with me in 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse number 9, uh, I love this passage of Scripture, and it says, Oh, I know where I was going with that. You know, a lot of a lot of times, and and uh, and not around here because we try to renew our minds with the Word of God. When I had my incident of late, uh, I've had uh, a number of people come up to me and tell me, you know, Pastor, when the church was assembled, Pastor Jason got everybody together in here. People weren't, you know. Uh, wailing and weeping and begging God. It's, you know, people were just rising up and saying, you know, thank you for doing that, praise God. Thank you for, for taking that posture of faith uh, because that's what brought me back. And, you know, that's, what, that's why I'm here tonight because, you know, because the body of Christ uh, took the position took that stand. But you know, a lot of people don't have that understanding in regard to, you know, Christians' relationship with God. You know, they think that we're just, you know, weak and beggarly, you know, that we have to plead with God. We have to somehow, you know, appease God because he's so upset and he's angry with us. And of course, he wouldn't give us, you know, anything. And, you know, and that sounds very religious. You know, it sounds very holy, you know. But, you know, it's, it's not. It's, uh, it's unbiblical. It, it's not according. It doesn't give honor to what Jesus has done. If you think of what Jesus went through for us. I mean, I'm glad he faced death uh, so that I don't have to. He went to hell, praise God, so we don't have to fear death, you know. And so, you know, a lot of, you know, most of us have been around for a while, 
And, you know, we've renewed our thinking. So, you know, we're not thinking that old way anymore. And I was just so pleased that, that our church, you know, took that mindset. And, and, and really, that's why I'm here tonight, praise God. Because, because our church said, you know what? We're, he has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Praise God. So, so I think a lot of times, you know, we get, the, you know, we get stuck on the basic uh, elementary things that, uh, that ought to be established in our life. You know, Paul talks about, I'm kind of going to go backwards here, Rich, so don't, uh, um, uh, uh, in Hebrews chapter 6, it's the last scripture I have on there, Rich. Let, let, me, uh, let me just read that. It says, Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection. Or let us go on to maturity. Let us, let us go on to... That word perfection really is maturity. So, you know, God wants us to, to come out of a babyhood uh, state into a place of maturity. He wants us, you know, he wants us to be, to be confident, not self-confident, but confident in our relationship. You know, to know that, you know, when I come to Christ, you know, God is for me. You know, he's, God's not angry. He's not mad. You know, he's, he's, the Bible says that we're accepted in the beloved. You know, he loves us. And, and if you'll go back to the, my scripture in 2 Timothy 1 and verse number 9, uh, this really tells us where we ought to be going. It says, who has saved us. How many of you are glad you're saved tonight? But notice what he says here. He saved us and he has called uh, uh, and called us with a holy calling. So, you know, we saw in Hebrews, let us go on to maturity. Thank God he saved us. You know, there are some people there, you know, they're getting re-saved every week. They think that that's, you know, I've got to come up to the altar and get saved again every week. No. You know, thank God. How many of you know you get saved one time? You don't get re-saved every week. Amen? But, you know, a lot of people, that's the way they think. Uh, but we want to think according to the Word of God. Amen? So, he's, He saved us. And so, the Bible tells us here that He saved us. And, and, everybody say, and. And He called us. He called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. So you get saved one time. Thank God. And the Bible says, let us go on to perfection or to maturity. You know, God... God is, is, is pleased when 
when his body, the church, you know, rises to that place, takes the place that, that he paved the way for us to walk into. And, uh, uh, and you know, that's where we represent him well on this earth. Praise God. You know, it's not a good representation, you know, when the church, you know, uh, sends a message out, well, oh God, you know, we just, we don't, we're not sure what God's ever going to do, you know. And uh, we ought to have a message that is giving glory to our Father, a message that shows that, you know, we are accepted in the Beloved, that we're that we're very confident in our relationship with him. You know, we, when we come, we don't come to get saved again. I'm not saying that, you know, we don't need to make sure our heart is right and we examine ourselves and whatever. But we ought to live in a place of joyful gratitude and thanksgiving and assurance and confidence that, that it is well with my soul. You know what? My Father loves me. My Father is going to take care of me. You know? Um, If you look with me in Philippians chapter 3, verse 12 through 15, the Apostle Paul says this. He says, Not that I have already attained or I'm already perfected, and what he's talking about here is he's talking about walking out the new reality that he has in his life when he came to Christ. He's saying, you know what? Listen, how many of you are still learning some things? Right? We're, we, as long as you're on this earth, you're gonna be, we're going to be growing. We're going to be learning new things. We're going to be, you know, that potential and that need is... Is, is always going to be there for us. And I think, too, when we get to heaven, you know, we're probably going to spend some time learning and go to this class. And, you know, we're, we're going we're gonna to keep, we're going to, you know, because God's a lot bigger than our minds are. And I think it's going to take a long time, you know, for us to, people ask me, you know, when you, when you were out, you know, did, did you go to heaven? You know, did you, did you see angels? You know, did you, did God download, you know, great revelation to you? And I wish I could tell you all of that happened, you know. I believe, you know, more is coming. But, you know, there's always going to be that potential for us to continue to grow. Because God is so much bigger than any of us. And I think for eternity... You know, we're going to continue to, to grow. We're going to continue to, to see how great our God is. So the Apostle Paul here, he says, I've not, I've not attained. I mean, I don't have everything. I've not, I've not totally become everything that God uh, has for me. Or I'm already perfect. But here's the thing that's important. He says, but I press, I press on. I'm moving forward. I'm moving forward. I like what he says. That I may lay hold 
of that for which Christ Jesus also took hold of me. See, in every one of us, he took hold of us, uh, not only that we'd be saved. See, a lot of people are content being saved and someday I'm going to leave this earth and go to heaven. But God has so much more plans for us while we're in this life. Because we are his body. We're his hands. We're his feet. We're his, we're his voice. And, and Paul said, I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. So there was a purpose. See, God saved Paul not, because, not only because he was a bad dude. You know, here's a guy that's killing Christians. You know, you want somebody like him to get saved. But, you know, but God had a purpose for his life. God has a purpose for every one of our lives. You know, a lot of people, they, they, they think, again, you know, they think that God's, well, God couldn't use me. Or, you know, if I could just get into heaven. No, God has so much more than any of us uh, could even imagine. And Paul said, Paul said, I want to, I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has laid hold on me. So, you know, he's thinking bigger. He's thinking beyond his old life. He's thinking beyond his you know, his limitations. He's thinking beyond where he's come from. He's thinking, where is God taking me? What are the new things? How many of you like change? Anybody here like change? Two people. Two people like change. <laughs> most, people, most people don't like too much change, you know, too fast. Okay? But, you know, when we come to Christ, we're going to, you know, we're going to change. You know, if we're, go- if we're going to, to walk into everything that God has for us, you know, we're going through a lot of good change here at church. It's, it's good, you know. Change is not always, you know, I don't know what's on the other side. I've not been this way before, you know. Uh, but that's how we grow. And, and Paul said, listen, I'm reaching forward to those things that are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I'm going, I'm going for, the, for the higher call, the upward call. You know, God has called us for something beyond just survival. He's, he's called us, he's called us to, to represent his great cause in this earth, you know. And, and somebody says, well, you know, what I do is not that important. You know, just coming out and praying is huge. That's important. And do you know that the smallest and the, the newest member of the body of Christ uh, has the full authority that Christ himself has? And, and we, the Bible says, we are the body of Christ. You know, the reason why this is so important is because Jesus is the head, but we're the body. And and if he's going to impact this world, the head needs a body. Right? I mean, it'd be kind of weird to see a floating head going around. You don't see too much of that. 
the head has to be attached to the body, doesn't it? And, and so, so, so we, we are his body. We're called to be, we're called to be uh, representatives of Jesus on this earth. Look with me in Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 22 and 23. See, the, bot, the, head, the, the head cannot have full expression without the body. Pastor Jason was talking about this on Sunday. He's talking about, uh, he, this is exactly what he was talking about. You know, how many of you can do without your lungs or your heart? You know, or your kidneys. You know, you wouldn't last too long, would you? But that's part of the body. And, and so, so every one of us, every one of us is part of the, part of the body of Christ. Uh, we are Christ's body. Ephesians 1, and 23, it says this, And he's put all things under his feet, and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. So Jesus is the head. He's the head. And then he mentions the church, which is us, the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. So the, the head can't function without the body. So Jesus isn't you know, kicking his body around. He's not speaking, you know, negative things. He is, he is, we just, Pastor Jason read the scripture in in Second Peter tonight. He has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Why? So we can be equipped to represent him well on this earth. I mean, I've been getting further revelation of this, and it takes a while to get all the religion out of you, you know, because that some of that religious stuff really mess you up, you know. You got to do penance, and you know, and you you got to plead with God, you know, and and, pe- and people think, oh, God's just God. He loves. How many of you take care of your body? How many of you, you know, don't yeah. You know, don't put your hand up. You know, you take a shower every now and then. You know, you take care of take. You take care of your body, right? You take care of your body. Why? Because if you take care of your body, your body, you know, can do what it was designed to do, and you know it, and it can be a blessing. You're Christ's body. You are the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ. You know, and and. You know the 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 uh, pinky nail. You know, if, I mean, you need that. If it came off, it would hurt, right? And as as insignificant as that might seem to be, nevertheless, it's still part of the body, isn't it? Still part of the body. So, regardless of what part of the body you are. The fact of the matter is, if you're Christ's body, you are Christ's body. 
And I, I, I notice, what, what he, notice what he says here in verse uh, 22, Ephesians 1, 22. He's put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. So, how many of you don't have a hard time believing that everything is under Jesus' feet? Or you don't have a hard time believing that? But, you know, when it comes to appreciating the fact that all things are under our feet, because we're his body, it's a different mindset. Paul tells us, let us, let us go on to maturity. And a lot of times, you know, the church still is struggling with this identity issue. You know, does God love me? You know, it's kind of like a, you, you pick the flower and he loves me, he loves me not. I mean, we ought to be so far beyond that. We ought to, we ought to our hearts ought to be at rest in, in terms, of we are, ex, I'm accepted in the beloved. Father God loves us. He loves us. And he's, he's, He's pouring, he's pouring into our life because he needs us because we are his representatives on this earth. See, Jesus is at the right hand of God. He's taking care of business up there, okay? But we're his body here on this earth. And this is why he needs us here. He needs us to be his voice. He needs us that you might show forth the praises of him who's called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. You know, he needs us to represent him well on this earth. You know, he needs us to be his voice and, and his hands and his feet. And, uh, and so it's, uh, it's, a, it's a powerful it's a powerful thing. You know, when Jesus uh, ascended to heaven, Matthew 28, verse 18 and 19, it says, And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. And he said, Go, therefore, make disciples of all nations. He says, all, all, what, what he's saying here is that, you know what, I'm giving you authority to represent me on this earth. You know, a policeman that stands out there and directs traffic and stops traffic, you know, in himself, you know, he, you, know you might have an 18-wheel rig coming down the road, and it's like, you know, that thing could plow him over. But, you know, he's got his policeman's badge on and his and his uniform he can stand right up there and say stop because he's not he's not operating in his own he's operating in delegated authority and so we've got to shift from this mindset of oh god you know you know do you love me you know uh i don't know if you know does he want me well you know, we got to shift from this mindset of, you know, I'm just a beggar and an orphan. He says, let us go on to maturity. We've got to step into the next place where we recognize, you know what, I'm, I've been deputized. 
I'm representing his great cause on this earth. Jesus needs, he need, I need my two legs. I wouldn't be here tonight if I didn't have my two legs, right? I need my heart. I'm glad my heart's working. Amen? I need my eyes. I need my, my ears. You know, I need my body. And, th- and that's why, you know, that's why we need to shift from this, you know, w- we need to shift from, from this uh, weak and beggarly attitude to understand that he not only saved us, but he has given each and every one of us a holy calling. A holy calling is part of the body of Christ. You know, and we, you know, we're, we're doing that here on Wednesday when we pray. We're fulfilling, you know, that, that holy calling. Part of it is, you know, is praying. You know, just enjoying his presence and, and also praying. I want to close with this, and I'll, I'll turn it over back over to Pastor Jason. Uh, Ephesians chapter 1. <clears throat> and, you know, here's, here's one of the most powerful prayers that we always ought to be praying for ourselves, Because God, He wants us to move. He wants us to shift. He wants us to shift from just, oh, I hope I'm saved, or, you know, I'm just glad I'm saved, but, you know, I don't know. I guess I'm on my own. Kind of like, uh, you remember this, I'm going to date myself here. A boy named Sue. This world is tough, and if a man's got to make it, he's got to be rough. I knew I wouldn't be there. So I give you that name, and I said goodbye. I knew you'd have to get tough or die. You know, a boy named Sue. You know, it's kind of like, well, I'm on my own, you know. I've got to, no, no. Look what he says here. Aren't you glad Jesus has done the hard work? This is, this prayer, Ephesians 1, uh, verse number, let me read verse 17. Therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you in my prayers, for you making mention of you in my prayers. Now, look, notice what he says, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling? That calling. We all have that calling. Amen. He's called us. That you may know the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power. So what this prayer is, this ought to really be the first prayer that we pray. God, open my eyes to see all that you have already done. Open my eyes to to fully appreciate, Father, that, uh, that, that that I may, that I know the hope that is, you know, along with this calling. 
Amen. So let's pray that tonight. Let's just take a moment. Father, we do pray this prayer tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus. And Father, we put our name in there tonight. Father, you, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, say this with me. May give me the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Father, thank you that you open our eyes and you give us revealed knowledge. Father, that we see tonight, Lord, we see tonight that, Lord, that not only are we saved, but, Father, but now we've been called. Father, that you've done a, such a thorough work in our lives, Father. You've removed us. you removed all of Satan's, uh, uh, whatever claim he had over our life. Father, we've been released from that. We've been delivered. We've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness. And we've been translated into the kingdom of your dear son. And Father, not only did you save us, but you've called us with a holy calling. And so, Lord, thank you tonight that, Father, you also give us this spirit of wisdom and revelation, Father, that we see, Father, that you have given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Oh, Father, we pray this not only for ourselves, but we pray this, Father, for every person who's part of this church. We pray this for the body tonight. Father, that the body would rise up, that the body would be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might, that blinders would be stripped from eyes in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, tonight, thank You, Lord. Thank You, Father. Thank You, Father, that we as the body of Christ, Father, we take our place, Father. Father, we see, Father, All things have been freely given to us. And so, Father, tonight, thank you, Father. We see the hope of the calling. Father, that we and our church, Father, we're not afraid to step into that which we've been called to. And so, Father, thank you that you reveal to each and every one of us, our calling, that thing you've placed within our heart, that thing, Father, that spiritual DNA, Father, that has uh, the thing we were designed to do and to be, Father, we'll step into it. Every joint, every ligament, every tendon of the body of Christ, Father, the part of our church, everything fits in place. Every one of us function exactly as you designed and as you called us. And in the name of Jesus, I take authority over lies of the enemy. Lies, 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 lies. Lies, lies. No, we reject them in Jesus' name. And we receive the spirit of revelation and truth. And Lord, thank you. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God, that we are a healthy 
fully functioning body representing Jesus on this earth. Thank you that we are, where our hearts are at rest. We know every provision and every supply comes down from our Heavenly Father, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. You are good, Lord, and you do good. And you've called us for great cause and purpose in the name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you for it, Father. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father God, also, that the eyes of our understanding, Father, to the exceeding greatness of your power toward us who believe. Glory be to God. Every, every machination of the enemy is broken in Jesus' name. Every hindrance is, is stopped in the name of Jesus. The spirit of poverty has no place, has no authority over the body of Christ because, Lord, the body is richly clothed. The body, your body, your church, Lord, is fully supplied. God, we thank you. You desire Desire to clothe your church in beautiful garments and in glorious provision. And so, Father, we thank you for it tonight. Thank you that there's no lack. Thank you, Lord, you supply every need. Thank you, Father God, you minister to us. Oh, we worship you tonight, Father. We bless you, Lord. Thank you that you are El Shaddai, the God that is more than enough. Thank you, Father. We bless you, and we give you all the praise in Jesus' wonderful name. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Pastor Jason. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you. Church, let's just stay in this atmosphere of prayer. Just stand with me tonight. Stand with me tonight. Rich, if you want to dim the lights down, we're just going to start praying. Let's just stay in this atmosphere of prayer tonight. Thank you, Lord. It says in your words, it says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. So as I lift up these prayer requests to you, we just are rejoicing in the victory. We're rejoicing in the answers. We're rejoicing for each and every one of these. Father, we just pray for a friend of this church as she's struggling with many things. She's being attacked by the enemy, as Pastor said. It is gone, broken in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We just thank you, Father, for the healing right now. Head and congestion in one of our church family members. Tightness and shortness is gone in the name of Jesus. That sickness is broken in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for wisdom. Wisdom in business transactions and marketing and everything that pertains to us. As the scripture says, all things that pertain to life and godliness. You are taking care of this person and their needs right now. Father, we just lift up all those who got elected yesterday. We lift them up now in the name of Jesus. We present them to you. We pray over them. We just, just pray over them, every single one that got elected. As they begin to take office or they stay in office, that they would know you. They would know you and that your church, your body, will rise up take its rightful place in this country, take its rightful place and take the authority that you have given us, authority over the people that are homeless. We're going to help provide homes for them, 
authority over this confusion. Uh, in, in what sexes these children are, uh, we are taking our authority that you have given us as your body right now, tonight, in the name of Jesus. We are taking authority over this country. We are taking authority over it tonight. Father, we pray against murders. We pray against it's, uh, this, the death that is, that is between people that are coming against this country. We pray against it now. We take the authority in the name of Jesus against it. Right now, in the name of Jesus. We just pray for a niece that it needs healing and wholeness, soundness of mind and body. Now, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God, and we just praise you and worship you for the wonderful praise reports that are pouring in, that are pouring in, that are pouring in, and we thank you for it. Father, we just pray over downtown Erie tonight. It's just been on my heart, downtown Erie tonight. Whatever's happening tonight, whatever was about to happen, stopping it now, in Jesus' name. We are taking authority over it now. A murder was supposed to happen, now it is stopped, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. It is stopped now as we take authority over it in Jesus' name. Thank, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And church, let's just tonight, let's just continue to worship Him. We're going to put some music on. Walk around if you want, but we're going to keep praying tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Worship you, Jesus. Worship you, Jesus. Father, we stand in authority, and where there is confusion, we speak wisdom, we speak clarity, we speak direction, we speak a yes is a yes and a no is a no, and we stand. We, we say confusion, go in the name of Jesus. Where there is exhaustion, we speak life in Jesus' name. Where there is death, we speak life in Jesus' name. Where there is lack, we speak provision and abundance in the name of Jesus. We stand in authority over the lies of the enemy. We break those lies in Jesus' name. Those who are bound are free in the name of Jesus. We break the power of generational sin in Jesus' name. The sins of our fathers are no more. We say no in the name of Jesus. Anger, you will stop here in Jesus' name. You will not touch my children in the name of Jesus. Abuse, no in Jesus' name. Alcohol, no in the name of Jesus. You have no power. You have no place in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Father, we worship you. We worship you. We receive your love poured out upon us, and we rest in it. Jesus, we worship you. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father, that we are whole. We are secure in you. We are in you in Jesus' name. We stand. We rest we rest in you. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Father. You have given us all things. You have given us all things. Oh, and Father, everything that we are, we give to you. Everything that we are not, we lay before you, and we say you are more than enough. 
You are more than enough. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Word of God says tonight, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Father, we just meditate on your word tonight. We meditate on the promises that you've provided to us. We meditate on the word that Pastor had, on the word that Liz just had. We meditate on that and we thank you for it. And Father, we thank you for the authority that we have and we can take over every situation in our life. We thank you, Father, when we walk into a room, the authority comes with us, for you are always with us. Father, we just command every situation that is not of you to be turned towards you now, in Jesus' name. Everyone, everyone, everything, we thank you for it tonight. We thank you for it tonight. And Father, we just lift up my, my actual physical dad to you tonight. As he had a negative report come today. But you are a good, good God. You are the one who died for our healing. It says in your word that by your stripes we are healed. It is done for us. It is done for him. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for that. And we just lift everything up to you. And we meditate on the things of you each and every day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, thank you for coming tonight. I encourage you to come out Sunday to basically hear the same message. Only I'm going to be giving it now. So I leaned over to Liz, was just like, uh-huh, that's, that's in my message. Yep, that scripture's in. Oh, yep. No, he that, said, this is the scripture he's going to read next. Oh, yeah, and then I did that because I knew what was coming. So I even circled it in my Bible. I was like, he's going to start right here. And he did. So, so come Sunday for the continuation of the message from Wednesday night. Amen. He is consistent. Have a good night. Thank you for being a part of today's Faith Communications broadcast of Erie Christian Fellowship Church. If you do not currently have a church home, you are invited to join us on Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock. Erie Christian Fellowship is located at 5900 Saratania Road, directly across from the Walnut Creek Middle School. You'll find us on the web at www.ecfchurch.org where you may sign up to receive our monthly Faith Communications newsletter. Again, thanks for joining us today, and always remember 2 Corinthians 5-7 that declares, For we walk by faith, not by sight.